Yeah. Yeah. Big up to Smoke J. Yeah, yeah. I see you. Yeah. Doc PLC. Yeah. Sweetness. Renegade. Yeah. Trail. Yeah. Bears, bruise, and a browse. Bears, bruise, and a browse. Bears, bruise, and a browse. Bears, bruising the bros. Yeah. From where they shoot with them poles. Yeah. Keep it real smooth with them hoes. Yeah. Bringing the truth to your folks. Bears, bruising the bros. Yeah. From where they shoot with them poles. Yeah. Keeping it smooth for your hoes. Bringing the truth to your folks. Yeah, get paid. Going against the grain. Push a hard line like renegade. Page and doc. Time to operate. Nothing sweet when the sweetness debate. Yeah, yeah. You know the drill. Stack more paper. Major players led by the fornicator. Smoking J. He fucking the game up. Came up dropping fire since day one. Yeah, it's bruising the bros. From where they shoot with them poles. Keep it real smooth with them hoes. Bringing the truth to your folks. Bears bruising the bros. From where they shoot with them poles. Keeping it smooth for your hoes. Bringing the truth to your folks. Bears bruising the bros. Bears bruising the bros. Bears bruising the bros. Bears bruising the bros. Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. It's your boy Smoking Jay. Up in the house, we got drill. We got sweetness. We are the bros. And today we got part one of a part two series, Dynasty Wide Receiver Rankings. We're going to go over one through 12 on this one. We're going to hit you guys with the 13 through 24 on the next one. Yo, how y'all feeling tonight? I'm glad I didn't put any money on McGregor. Oh, my God. <laughs> We saw that's pretty com- bad. That's pretty bad, bro. Completely broke the ankle slash, slash shin place. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, you know what, man? That shit was ho- that shit was horrible. I feel bad for McGregor because I know that he can adjust and he probably could have he probably could have won that shit, man. But you know, it is what it is, man. But I'm feeling good though, bro, man. With the Brodies all day, ready to kick this wide receiver motherfucking first part of the show off, man. Hell yeah. We always always got the heat for y'all, man. And we're in the middle of a draft, too. Talk about a busy podcast. Yeah, man. We we in the middle. We in the middle of uh, uh, the Superflex Dynasty. Dynasty League. You know what I'm saying? But Commissioned by yours truly. By sweetness. Sweetness, baby. You already know it's real. You got a lot of hitters in there. Only ballers. So. That's it. That's it. Shout out to everybody in the league, man. Been a busy day. But we're ready to dive in. Part one is going to be super exciting right now. Um, can't wait for part two. It's going to be even better. But yeah. part one is crazy. You know, you got the big names, man. Yeah, I mean, look, man, when, when we do this dynasty rankings, like the part one, which is one through 12, usually it's going to be the names that we all know about. And, and we're all going to talk about why we like him, why we don't. But when it comes to that part two, like you guys, if you guys have been tuning in, you know, you checked out part two of the running back ones, running back rankings. That's where we're giving you guys. Those are the those are the ones where it's like, damn, all right, cool. I'm going to keep this in mind, you know, with this player, that player, the other. But regardless, with these heavy hitters, 
these are the ones you want to know who you want to target, who you want to get rid of. We're going to give you guys some stats, all that good stuff. So I'm going to dive in right away, man. Let's go. Number one, wide receiver. This is our consensus rankings. We put all of our rankings together, and this is what it came out to. First up, my boy, A.J. Brown, man, representing the Tennessee Titans. And um, I, I know I know that, you know, Julio Jones is over there, right? And some people want to be like, oh, that's going to hurt him. That's going to hurt A.J. Brown, his ceiling, this, that, and the other. Man, to me, I don't see it that way, you know, not at all, man. The first thing I think about is like, look, Corey Davis and Janu Smith are gone. Not as good as Julio, I know that. But the fact of the matter is you're looking at 157 targets that are gone, just like that. All of those are not going to go to Julio. Julio's 100, 110 target type guy. You know, I could see that for him in this offense. We know this offense likes to run the ball heavy. That's what they like to do. And A.J. Brown was, you know, the number one receiver getting all the targets. So I think Julio, if anything, is going to help him. He's going to give him, you know, he's going to allow him to have consistent single coverage. When in the past, we've seen A.J. Brown get, you know, bracketed with the safety over the top. We've seen him, you know, doubled up and stuff like that. And he's still been able to ball out. Now you add a talent on the other side in Julio Jones. You can't do that. You can't, you're going to have to either you pick your poison and you get burnt all day, all day by Julio or AJ Brown, or you play both of them man up. And AJ Brown at this point in time in his career, he's the better talent than Julio Jones. Julio Jones still doing his thing. Don't get me wrong. But AJ Brown, he's he's on a whole different level. This guy, um, I mean, I, I was talking to Brody. I, I feel like he's on that Megatron type shit. And we're going to be looking at him like that, you know, it, really, really soon. It, I already looking at him like that because I feel like he's got that in him. Let's get into some advanced metrics, though. All right. Last year, 2.28 fantasy points per target. Per target, like he didn't even have to catch the ball per target. That's what this guy was averaging. That's seventh in the NFL. 14 games that he played. He was the wide receiver 10 in PPR. He averaged 17.2 fantasy points per game. That was also tied for seven. Um, another thing too, A.J. Browns, right? We talk about a, a offense that usually likes to run a ball heavy. Derrick Henry, that's all you think about. And he's already got that connection with Ryan Tannehill. That's already sold up. This guy gets all the goal line uh, targets. I know Julio Jones is going to be there. He's going to be able to make things easy. I think both of these guys are going to be able to get double-digit targets in the, in, the, in the end zone for those touchdowns. I think they're going to be up there. So, A.J. Brown, to me, is ADP is 23, going at the back end of the second, early third. That's, that's, that's a pi- price I'm willing to pay for a player like this. This guy's a monster. He's on a whole different level. His speed, his strength, just, you know, all the attributes, attributes you want in a fantasy dynasty receiver that's aj brown um i don't know what you guys got but let's hear it man how you guys feeling about aj brown i like the fact that uh julio jones went over there man i'm not gonna lie i love the fact that he went over there because of the the what you said you know the double teaming of aj brown and the bracketing is it's not gonna be a thing anymore you just can't do it with a talent like julio jones across the field from him no uh, you know, there's, they're, they're, that field is going to be so wide open. 
And, you know, we're expecting big things from him. That's why our consensus has uh, A.J. Brown at number one, bro. I mean, you, you pretty much hit it on the head. Uh, this dude is a uh, next-level type of talent. He proved it last year. He's got the chemistry going back with Tannehill. So, yeah, man, I'm just pretty much uh, repeating everything you said, bro, because everything you said is on point. It's on cue. Let's go. Yeah, man. Let's talk about it, bro. We're talking about not only uh, wide receiver one for motherfucking the Tennessee Titans, but the number one recruiter, too. If you think that this man is not going to want to impress his idol, you're fucking crazy. Um, that's where I'm at with it, just on that point. He wore his jersey, his Atlanta Falcons jersey, to one of the games last year. He definitely lifts up to Julio Jones. He's going to be learning some things from Julio Jones yes, to sir. up his game. And not only that, he's going to be trying to show out just because Julio Jones is on the other side of the field. So whenever he whenever he gets a chance and a ball comes his way, he's going to try to do the most with it. And not only that, this guy, he's a, he's a fucking stud. Not only physically, but he's got a great football IQ, bro. I'm with it, bro. You know what I'm saying? I had him... Uh, I had him up there, at least in the top three. I think I had him at number two. You had but him the, two. You okay, and Bro you, you and Brody had him at two. I had him at one. Okay. Yeah, so you when you you saying? so we're we're all it's there. We're much, on part. Pretty much the same. Yeah. And it's like and it's like that, bro. I can't I can't say anything less about motherfucking uh, uh, AJ Brown, dude. He's a he's a stud, a specimen, uh, and and we've seen it. I've seen him drag motherfuckers to the end zone, bro. Uh, he's just a straight dog, bro. There's nothing else uh, that you can motherfucking do about it. Go ahead. Go ahead, sweet. Yeah, no, one more thing. Like you said, Julio Jones being there, his idol, the guy he's looked up to, it's only going to make him better. He's already really good. It's only going to make him better playing alongside of Julio Jones has been in the league for years now. He's in uh, the back end of his career. You know, we most of us believe that's true. So, you know, I think I think of it more as passing the torch. Yeah. I mean, giving him everything that he already knows, you know, I think I think he's going to be great. It was hard for me to put him at two. Cause I really wanted to put him at one, but uh, you know, I had I had another guy there. Yeah, man, sure. two years, two years in a league, over a thousand yards receiving. Uh, first year did it with only fifty-two receptions. Second year with seventy. You know, <laughs> this guy's on some other shit, bro. That's, so that's unheard of, man. That's unheard of, man. So yeah, man, AJ Brown, nineteen touchdowns in two years. Um, man, dog, uh, it's this guy. This guy's the man. He's a beast. Yeah, man, can't get no better than that, bro. I'm with you guys on that. But uh, getting into number two, man, we got our boy DK Metcalf, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, what can you say about the big dog, that the, the specimen of this man? I don't know. He looks like a fucking linebacker. Like, is a wide receiver on steroids. I don't know what it is, bro. But the thing is, though, here we go. 23 years old, young as fuck, 10 touchdowns last year, 1,303 yards, 129 targets. 83 he received though i mean that's that's a gap but i think that the seahawks struggled at the second half of the motherfucking season oh yeah but at the same time though it's nothing that the seattle seahawks can't overcome bro i i i've seen these guys play they're relentless and they keep going and they want to win and they have a winning mentality bro um some interesting things you want to hear right now uh second most air yards in the entire nfl Second most, you know what I'm saying? He's got a competent QB, a motherfucker, Russell Wilson, and he's third in the league for deep targets. This is not just his team. This is the entire league. Came in second for air yards and third in the league for motherfucking deep targets, which means that, man, that's more yards. And more than that, he had nine drops last year, which I think he could tighten it up. But this is the thing. He's only been in there for second year. He's only improving. 
He's only improving. I'm so happy that I got this guy on my motherfucking goddamn team <laughs> in one of my dynasty leagues. You know, I had to see him go away in the dynasty league, but shit, bro. You know. I mean, <laughs> I know you, you take your cue, you know what I'm saying, bro? If y'all don't got, you know, DK Metcalf, bro, that's one of the guys that you motherfucking need to be targeted for sure. And that just goes without saying. Look at him. Look at him. Look at who he is. Just the intimidating factor of probably having to line up against a guy like that. 50-50 balls are his. He's only getting better as a wide receiver. Well, he's only going into his third year. Um, dude, this is a, a, a win-win situation, especially with a quarterback like motherfucking Dangerous. But he's going to get that ball there, and there's definitely I, – I got him already. I got him already uh, uh, going over those touchdowns, over 10 touchdowns this year. Yeah, I could definitely see that, man. I mean, DK, there, there's a reason why – you know, motherfuckers are trying to treat, like you said, you have him in in a, in a in our dynasty league, and motherfuckers trying to get him off you. That's not gonna happen. Shout You're not going. We shout we talk. Hey, sh- shout out Brody, man. Hey, it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy because like, a city, a really got a lot of players that motherfuckers want his shit. He not letting go. Hey, he can't be mad at that shit. But look, man, look, man, DK, he's got he's got that um he's got that quarterback connection with Russ. He's got that red zone connection with Russ. Um, not even just that. Uh, coming in to the NFL out of college, you know DK Metcalf, you know fell in the drafts in the in the real in the real NFL draft. Why? Because one of the things they wanted to say was, oh, he can't run all the routes. You know his route tree is very limited. You know he can't do this. He can't do the other. He shut everybody the fuck up. He shut him all up, bro. This guy could run any type of route. Like you said, he's a specimen. You line him up against anybody, he's gonna he's gonna outmuscle them. Not even just that, he's gonna fucking outrun him. You know that that's what he does. You we all know that clip where Russ throws an interception, and DK out of nowhere comes in the screen and fucking tackles, buddy. We we know yeah. that shit. That's who he is, bro. This guy's on a whole nother level. Him and AJ Brown is so crazy to play in the same college, and we're talking about them one and two right here in our consensus rankings it's it's not for nothing bro these guys are the real deal these guys are the ones you guys want in your on your squad these guys gonna be a force to be reckoned with for at least and i'm being fucking this is like the floor at the very least five years very least bro five years of them dominating this league yeah man uh we saw him and uh russ definitely take a, a step up uh, I know that we got the picks coming in on our draft right now, so we're all, everybody's looking at the phones and everything like that. But uh, now, nah, man, DK Metcalf, like you said, uh, just a beast of a dude. Consistent in year two, he came stronger than the first year. The consistency was there. Uh, he finished as a wide receiver two or better in fifty percent of the games last year. So you gotta love that. I mean, there's just there's a lot to to think about when you 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 go and you go ahead and get you a DK Metcalf, man. He's just like A.J. Brown is the real deal. I like his quarterback situation better, obviously, with Russ. Um, so that makes it a separation for me when it comes to uh, Dynasty or Redraft, either one. I'm just slightly taking DK. But other than that, man, I have nothing, you know, nothing really more to say. But DK DK's a dog, bro, and he's going to be one for years to come as long as Russ is around. You know, the t- uh, Tyler Lockett, too, he's a little older now. A lot of those guys, they're getting to the back end of their careers. And Tyler Lockett, he's not really, like, 
I mean, yeah, he could make or break your team from week to week, but you don't expect them to do that. You know what I'm saying? He's not a guy that you're drafting to be the guy to carry your team. DK is. DK right. can win you weeks. DK will win you weeks. So that's that, That's where it's at. He's going to be the main guy there for, for a long time here. Absolutely. Yep. So y'all all good on DK, right? Yes, sir. We'll yes, dive sir. straight into our number three consensus uh, receiver here in Tyreek Hill, man, Cheetah. You know, we're throwing the deuces up, bro. Um, last year, we talked about this dude, and I remember saying that, you know, he's going to prove that he's not just a one-trick pony, per se, uh, that he's not just a go-route type of guy. He's going to be consistent. He's going to do all the small things that you want your workload receivers to do, and he did it. You know what I'm saying? He came out, um, and he finished really good. He's not the big splash guy anymore that you expect. And uh, with the departure of Watkins and Kelsey at the, you know, getting older and stuff like that. Cheetah's going to be the guy from Mahomes for a very long time to come as well, bro. Um, so, yeah, bro, I mean, what do we got here? He scored double-digit fantasy points in 12 out of 15 games last season, man. I mean, nice. in three in three of them, he went for 20-plus, and in another one, he went for 40-plus. So this dude is just on another level of consistent, but with even a higher level of points, you know what I'm saying, like, his cap is ridiculous, bro. The way that he can, uh, you know what I'm saying, swing your weeks is kind of like nobody else. If you look at receivers, this is one of the few that can literally carry your team, bro. So this is kind of where you start to break down the tiers. Tyreek is definitely up there. Even though you don't look at him like a DK or AJ Brown in stature, man, the numbers don't lie. So that's still going to be there. I think he's going to see an increase in, 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 you know, maybe touchdowns a little bit, but you know, we talk about like the air yards and all that shit. This dude is up there with the best of them. I mean, he can run with the best of them. Um, I've even seen his little ass go up there and go and get it, it double team. So, yep. I mean, I'm, I'm completely with Tyreek Hill, too. I mean, especially for years to come. Like I said, Kelsey, he's on the opposite side. of You know what I'm saying? He's he's, he's over 30. He's 31. Now. Yeah, he's 31. Yeah, he, he's over 30 now. So, I mean. Sammy Watkins is gone. Not that he was ever a threat, but let's let's you know who are the other guys in that wide receiver locker room? Miko Hardman. They got Marcus they got, Robinson. They got questions. Um, they got to they got Pringle. they got to prove. They got to prove. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot of guys that are question marks. We basically have a team with the wide receiver to place open because people are going to push Miko Hardman for that number two receiver. So whatever those problems are, that's you know that doesn't have anything to do with Tyreek Hill. Um, if anything, it's it's even better for him because there's nothing yeah. or no one that can stop him from getting hella points, bro. That's a great point. The fact that you said, yeah, all these other receivers, they got questions to answer. They haven't proved anything yet. And that's even better for Tyreek. Let's talk about Tyreek, man. The His his b- body build is not like these first two wide receivers you talked about. You know what I'm saying? A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. Just physical specimens, freaks, whatever. Tyreek, though, like you said a little while ago, it's I've seen so many times those 50-50 balls where this little dude just goes up and gets it, bro. He gets that ball, bro. Like Patrick Mahomes has all the confidence in the world to throw the ball to this guy. It's it's a big thing. It's a big thing to be able to have that speed, to be able to create that separation, and to be able to make these big splash plays it's even bigger to have the quarterback that can actually throw that rock to you right where it's supposed to be 
for you to be able to make those plays. Tyreek's got the best quarterback in a game that can do that for him. So that's why he's up here for us. He's on some other shit. His target, his volume, the level of consistency, something that we couldn't say before because Tyreek, you guys remember how he used to be. One week he was hot. Next week he was cold. It was off and on. And that's how it was with Tyreek. The last year or two, he's been so consistent, bro. Yeah. Something that we were worried about, but not anymore. Yeah. He solidified himself. He's good to go. Tyreek, the freak, wow. cheetah. Man, get, if you have him on your team, you're feeling really good. You you talk about uh, the, 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 the fact that he's got Patty Mahomes over there. That's a huge plus, bro. And the air yards for him, he ranked number three in air yards. He ranked number three, I mean, number two in total touchdowns and number two in total fantasy points per game. So that's just big hitter shit right there. If you can go and get you Tyreek Hill at his ADP or even higher, or if he for some reason falls to you, man, swipe his ass off the board, there's no reason not to, or even second, you guess yourself about taking a guy like him. Yeah, man. Uh, one thing that I'm going to say about that shit, I'm, I'm sure people are, are maybe – Maybe a little worried. I mean, that game, uh, I mean, Tariq Hill is a motherfucking freak to begin with. But at the same time, it's just motherfucking. They were like, damn, but he got stopped. They got stopped in the motherfucking Super Bowl. They were able to completely shut down. Remember that every defense in the NFL is not the motherfucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay? And motherfucking know that Patrick Mahomes already has the chemistry and he's already going to be there. And motherfucking Tariq Hill, any real athlete, that goes through some type of shit like that and not only have to happen in the big game, they're going to find all the holes in their game and they're going to improve right then and there. So I think this will probably be one of the best fucking years that Tariq Hill is going to have because the, the Chiefs are looking for revenge. They are looking for straight revenge. And I, 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 anybody wants to get a part of that offense, I mean, depending on this. If you don't get a Mahomes fucking Tariq Hill, Kelsey, motherfucking uh, a Clyde Edwards Lair. Everybody wants a piece, bro. So it's just, it's definitely a guy that you don't want to pass up on. And if you're one of those that were worried about him getting shut down in the defense and think, uh, shut down in the uh, Super Bowl and think that they now got the blueprint to the Chiefs, remember who that head coach is and Andy Reid. Just remember who that is. <laughs> uh, but we're going to get into, uh, who is this? Our number four. Mr. Stefan Diggs at 27 years old, bro. That boy. Let's do this shit, man. Eight touchdowns, 1,535 yards, 166 targets, 127 receptions. Now, let's just take this here. 166 targets is the most targets he's ever received since he's been in the NFL. And he's been in the NFL for a while now. Okay? So, uh, he's getting what he deserves. Um. We've seen him break out in, in, in Minnesota and we played in the Vikings with, with the Vikings and everything else like that. But he's finally getting his time to shine. And not only that, this was his first year with the Buffalo Bills, first year having a during the COVID season, having to come in, learn somewhat of a new playbook, having to come in and get used to the timing and everything else like that with Josh Allen. He was able to put up those kind of numbers in his first year. This is well and testament to who the man Stefan Diggs is. And so here it is that he's going into a second year already knowing how Josh Allen does, already knowing this offense. Uh, uh, he's going to be able to smoke everybody in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be able to do what he needs to do, bro. And 
if his numbers are not, <laughs> are probably probably be around the, the same or even higher than that. Remember, I expect those touchdowns to definitely come up. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just unreal. Like, that you could even think about not putting this guy in the motherfucking top 12 and, and him being in the NFL for as long as he's been. And I know this is dynasty rankings, but he's still young. And you know what I'm saying? Wide receivers got a little bit more longevity than the running back positions, you know what I'm saying? And everything else like that. But you know what I'm saying? You got to give you got to give this guy his motherfucking uh, what people say. Uh, you got to give him their flowers or type shit like that. You got to give him their props. Bro, fucking coming, coming into a new team your first year and busting out like that, bro. Man, that's Josh Allen's guy. Dumb motherfuckers are two peas in a pot, bro. They motherfucking going in. And believe me, yeah, I kind of look back at it now. I was like, damn, I should have took on Diggs and that motherfucking shit right there. But at the same time, it worked out for me. So I ain't too mad at it. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, shit, what y'all got on Stephon Diggs, bro? I mean, not too much, bro. I mean, he's he's the man, dog. Like, he's one of the best route runners in the game. You know, he had problems in Minnesota because why? Because he hated Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins couldn't get him the ball. And Josh Allen... You know, there was question marks about him. Uh, is he going to be able to get Diggs the ball? And yeah, that he made such a big improvement. Maybe Diggs was the Diggs was the answer. It looks like, and yeah, there's no question with Stephon Diggs, man. This guy's this guy's a force. This guy, he's everything for that passing attack, man. So, I love Stephon Diggs, man. Yeah, I mean, led the league in uh, targets, led it in receptions to go along with it, and yards. So. I think he had career highs almost in everything except for touchdowns. But uh, like you said, Drill, I think we, we expect to see a rise in there too. We expect to see that to take a, li a little jump. Um, I think that's a perfect segue for our uh, number five guy right here with Justin Jefferson because the biggest question mark with him, um, Justin Jefferson at our number five wide receiver consensus, um, will Kirk Cousins be able to get him the ball more? Now, Justin Jefferson balled the fuck out last year, man. Um, on a very small sample size. I think, uh, you know, I think he, you know, what did he do last year? 88 receptions for 1,407 tutties. I mean, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at over 100 receptions this year. I'm looking for more of a target share. Uh, he was at 25%. I'm, I think it should be a little closer to 30. So if they don't utilize him like they should, then it's going to be a problem, but they've seen it. I mean, um, what, what was it? When he got targeted nine plus times, he either went for 100 yards or more or a tutty. So when you get nine or more targets as so as that much of a talent, I mean, a lot of people are going to say, yo, Justin Jefferson had a bomb rookie year and he's not going to repeat it. Well, I mean, there's been his, you know, in, in history, there's been people that have done it like OBJ. He broke out and the next year he went over a thousand yards again. And the next year after that, he did it again. So, I mean, it's not out of the out of this world to say that Justin Jefferson can have an even better season. But look, man, when we talk about uh, guys that do it with that small amount of receptions, I mean, the sky's the limit for him. His talent is there. Now, the only question is, will Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, sprinkle him with more, uh, you know, targets? And we look at their receivers. We're looking at Adam Thielen, who's in the back end of his career. He's gone through injuries. He's a little older. He won't be there for much longer. I, I really think he's done. I'm not going to get any Adam Thielen stocks this year unless he really falls. But other than that, man, I got I got Justin Jefferson, you know, going crazy this year, man. 
Um, he finished he finished 13 in receptions last year and still found a way to finish number three in receiving yards. That's crazy. I mean, it, just for him to be able to do that with the small amount of volume, I could just imagine what he does with 100 receptions. Like I said, the sky's the limit for this dude. They need to get him the ball. Targets is going to be the, the, the word for, for them. I know Kirk Cousins and him have great chemistry. And, uh, you know, hopefully they can ride that shit because Justin Jefferson is the dude for sure. Yeah, but I just said, I just say, man, if you can see this man doing the greedy all over the motherfucking field, or what is it, the greedy, the greedy, I think it's <laughs> whichever it is. The gritty, the gritty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He going to be doing that shit all over again. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, we got the question mark in, in, in motherfucking Kirk Cousins, but they also recruited a motherfucking a quarterback too as well. So the thing is, I think Justin Jefferson, longevity-wise, man, he is good. And then not only that, he's the motherfucking goddamn breakout rookie wide receiver, bro. Putting up better numbers than veterans. With probably less than offense than motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, than other te- the other def- I mean, the other teams have. Uh, what, a, what a great, great dude, you know what I'm saying? Great attitude. I've seen him on motherfucking... Uh, countless motherfucking IG stories, all sorts of shit, man. He is a football player and a stud, bro. If you're not picking up Justin, he went early as fuck in his dynasty draft. So I wouldn't say early as fuck, but he went he went exactly probably where he needed to go. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. So, you know, the Bears, Brews, and the Bros and those other podcasts knows out there, bro. Get you some Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, it's, it's self-explanatory, man. This guy broke out already his rookie year making big splash plays, uh, playing on a, on a really nice offense. Dalvin Cook uh, with that run game, setting things up for the passing game, helping Kirk Cousins look good and all that stuff. And Jefferson just came in and, man, just just dominated, man, dominated. And it's – it's um, you don't have receivers that come in their rookie year doing this all the time, and he just – man, he did it on a whole different level. So Jefferson's one of those receivers that, yeah, you have him on your on your squad, it's gonna be tough to let him go. I'm not trading him. And if you do trade him, you better get yourself some really nice. Jefferson's the man though. Yes, sir. Let's go into our number six wide receiver. We're gonna talk about Julio, man, Calvin Ridley over there in the ATL. And yeah, Julio Jones gone. That's gonna open up some targets. I know they added Kyle Pitts. That should alleviate some stress and some of that defensive pressure from the defense. Um, Man, some people, you know, some people might say, hey, Julio Jones not there. Calvin Ridley's going to get all this attention now. I mean, look, man, that's been happened before. Julio Jones missed how many games last year? He missed seven games last year. And Calvin Ridley was the number one, you know, uh, uh, wide receiver going into those games. And the defenses had a key in on him. So what did he do in those seven games? 50 receptions, 79 targets, 765 yards, and three touchdowns. He averaged 23.4 fantasy points per game in a PPR. In seven games. This isn't like two games or three games that a player's player misses. And then you just say, oh, yeah, you know, in those two or three games, he popped off. No, this is seven games. This is a, a good amount. This is almost half the year. So, yeah, man, 30. he averaged 30% of the target share with Julio Jones being gone. I know that they got Arthur Smith, you know, coming over from Tennessee. So the offense is going to be different. 
And, you know, in Tennessee, what did it like? What do they like to do? They like to do that play action and they feed off that. And boom, you hit A.J. Brown. Here it's kind of similar as in you have one target hog, which is going to be Calvin Bridley. He's going to be that for this team. There is a question mark, though. You don't have a Derrick Henry. So how is that play action going to work? So I, I'm not I'm not so sure about that. One thing's for sure, though. Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley, they already got that chemistry going on. That's already proven. And Ridley is one of the best route runners in the game. And he's played without Julio Jones before in the past, like I just stated. And he's balled the fuck out. So in, at the end of the day, Ridley coming in for us over here, number six. Man, dog, he, he's just a baller. His arrow is pointing all the way up. And he legitimately has a wide receiver number one overall within the po- grasp of possibilities for him this year. So I'm all about Calvin Ridley, man. I love him, man. Um, how you guys feeling? Oh man, I don't think they had to switch up the offense in motherfucking Atlanta, maybe tweak some things in there, but it's that defense that was giving up the motherfucking games, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it was ever a problem with the motherfucker, but you had a motherfucking tie early last year that, that you know, he showed his, his stripes and shit like that or whatever. But now you got Mike Davis, J.B. Hawkins. You know what I'm saying? You got you got some decent dudes in that backfield that could open up some motherfucking plays and get Calvin really out there to score some touchdowns. But the problem with Atlanta was never motherfucking the goddamn offense. It was the defense giving up those motherfucking games to, to other fucking teams and it happened more often than not. But talking about Calvin Ridley, bro, since Julio Jones is gone, man, you already know, man. You already know who's going to be on it in the eight, bro. And it's Calvin fucking Ridley, bro. That, 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 who the fuck is next to him? What, Zarkaeus? I'm not going to deny anybody's fat or talent in the motherfucking NFL, so don't get me wrong when I say that shit. Zarkaeus, Cage, they're good good guys to, to compliment, you know, perhaps a motherfucking Calvin Ridley. But we know that Calvin Ridley's the top dog over there. We've seen a motherfucker perform without Julio Jones being there, just like my man Smoking Jay just said. He's going to be the motherfucking dog. And you still got the same quarterback. Matty Ice can get it done, bro. That defense is the one that's going to have to step it up for them to win games. But Calvin Ridley, give me some of that motherfucker right there, bro. All day. Yeah, it's crazy with Ridley, man. Um, Everybody's saying, you know, even I at, at first I thought, you know, this can't be good. This really can't be good. You know, Julio Jones is gone. And now they're going to they're gonna put that shadow uh, safety over the top and definitely try to contain Ridley. But we've already seen it. We've seen Julio not playing Calvin Ridley ball out. And even when Julio was playing, Calvin Ridley was not getting, he was not somebody that was going to piss you off. He was still doing 10 to 17 points a week. But when Julio wasn't there, he was doing 20 plus, 24, 27, numbers like that. So now we're going to get a full off season uh, of Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan connecting. Going into, you know, this season, I, I really think the sky's the limit for, for Calvin Ridley, man. Just, just based off the fact that even when Julio was there, he wasn't a guy that you were going to get mad because he scored 15 points a week. You know, some some wide receiver ones do that. But now he is the plain, you know, there's no other question about it. Wide receiver one in Atlanta. Uh, I'm all about uh, Coolio, man. Give me some of that all day. Yeah, man. He's, uh, like, I, like, like I said, man, he, it's a possibility he could be the number one overall this year um, by the end of the year. But let's go to the next guy, man. We talk about. Nuke Skywalker, DeAndre Hopkins over there in Arizona. Man, bro, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for him this year. I think he's going to be able to do some big things. Kenyon Drake gone. 
they added James Conner for that running game, that rushing attack. To me, I see this as a plus. Why? Because Arizona, they want to air it out. They're, they're, they call them an air raid offense. That's what Kingsbury wants to do anyways. So to me, I don't even care about what's going on with the running game. Their best running back is Chase Edmonds, and they don't even like running with him that much. They'd rather throw him the ball. So that's what Arizona wants to do. They want to throw the ball. They lost Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Legend, somebody that had all the respect in the locker room, a leader, and was getting targeted by Kyler Murray, too. He's gone. A.J. Green's coming in. I'm not worried about that. He's not going to do much. He'll, he's probably injured right now as we speak. Fucking uh, Christian Kirk, he, he could take a step up. He could do his thing. But at the end of the day, Nuke Hopkins himself, he is that dog. He is that man. Let's talk about what he was doing before Kyler Murray's shoulder injury. Seven games, all right? Seven games, Kyler Murray was healthy. He averaged 10 and a half targets per game, just over eight receptions per game, a just over 100 yards per game. He was the number three wide receiver in PPR during that time. Then Kyler Murray gets injured. He's averaging nine targets per game, six receptions per game, 78 receiving yards per game. He was a wide receiver number 18. You go for number three, when your quarterback's healthy to number 18, once he gets injured, I am not worried about nuke DeAndre Hopkins, bro. He is a monster. He is a savage. And if Kyler Murray, who we all like a lot, if he stays healthy, this guy legitimately could be the number one wide receiver. Also, if everything goes right. So I love me some nuke, man. How y'all feeling about him? Oh man. Well, I mean, <laughs> D hop, they gotta call him D hop for a reason, right? Got hops. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out my girl, man. She said, Hey, I, she, she said, Uh, I thought they call him D hop because you know he jumps up and he's got hops. I'm like, No, that's his name, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but no, man. I mean, you can't you can't say too much about new, new Skywalker. I was about to hit on that same point. Everything was all good until motherfucking Kyler Murray got a little itch, a little injury in there, bro. Other than that, there was nothing else that was wrong with DeAndre Hopkins, bro. Nothing. He was still running his routes. He's still a, uh, you know, I only fear God type of motherfucker cat. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, I mean, he's out there uh, uh, as a straight stud, bro. And this is the reason why they got him from the Texans, bro. He's got room to breathe. And I know, I know that boy want to chip. You know what I'm saying? He want to chip, bro. He's going to be out there. He's one of your motherfucking, the best wide receivers, you know, if not the best in the motherfucking NFL, bro. Nuke, 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 nuke Skywalker, bro. You can't motherfucking, man, you can't, you can't say shit about him. I was, I was, <laughs> cl I was close to getting him right now, but, you know, shout out Steamboat. <laughs> ah, that's a good, it's a, it's a great pick, bro. When yeah. And them. I know. The kid, I was like, like I mean, I was, I said the kid ain't no kid, man. That's a grown ass man, but he, uh, you know, he finished number two in major categories like receiving, uh, receiving yards, receptions, uh, even yak, bro. I mean, you talk about a guy that's getting older. Where? I mean, look, this dude is consistent as fuck. I mean, Kyler Murray's the guy that he's looking for him all day, every day. That's his man's, bro. I mean, yeah, they they went out there and drafted Rondell Moore. Cool. He's he'll have a role eventually. 
Uh, you know, I'm not worried about it. it. Doesn't take away from a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. It's not the same kind of guy. Yep. AJ Green, we already know what's up with that. He's doing his tour around the league before he steps out. It's cool, but <laughs> we know what it is, man. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, the truth, man. I mean, like the next guy we're about to talk about, getting older, wear, bro. Perfect transition to uh, who we got here, Devontae Adams, fellas. Devontae yes, Adams, man. And I, I don't even, I don't got much on this guy because he speaks for himself. You can just put on some tape and turn me off. But De- De- Devontae Adams, number one in target share at 34%, number one in red zone targets, number one in yak, and number one in total touchdowns for receivers. Um, Yeah, people are saying he's getting older. Fade him in the dynasty, woo-woo. I mean, I'm not. I'm just not doing it. I'm Who's not, saying that, man? I mean, it's just stop, you know, stop that talk, whoever drop, that is, man. Dropping up, dropping them in rankings. And the guy, the guy is simply not slowing down, bro. Uh, whether it's dynasty or redraft, I'm gonna go get him. I don't see him slowing down. Uh, like I said, number one in yak, <laughs> that that doesn't show signs of aging. I mean, I'm cool with him. Obviously, amongst receivers, he's gotta be uh, just uh, based off of talent alone probably number one so just with that being said i i like i like the guy a lot so you know what do you guys have on him because i you know we we already know what's up with this dude whoever said that shit was cap and what they're really worried about is motherfucker aaron Rodgers not playing this motherfucking season but you forget the motherfucking dog that motherfucker goddamn Devontae adams is I'm quit saying, fucking, quit fucking around with that nigga. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I don't mean to get mad like that or whatever shit. Like, get mad, oh, get mad, get mad. You know man. what I'm saying? Like, man, he old as Sid fuck. Vicious. Like, nigga, you acting like he's out there on a motherfucker walker. Look at the numbers that he's putting up. And not only that, the yards after carry is motherfucker, whatever. Listen, wide receivers got more longevity now because the motherfucker safety can't or the linebackers can't sniff him out and just fucking drill him to the fucking ground. Drill Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Drill shut that, out the man. That's what it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's longevity in these receivers. If you're scared in a dynasty, okay, go get you some, you know, go get you a, a little young receiver that's already yeah. made his, you know, his point. Yeah, yeah. Get that's you a, a great DK, point. you can get a DK Metcalf or shit like that or whatever. But at the same time, to supplement some shit, to win now, if you can get you that type of shit, or if there's no wide receivers, no top wide receiver ones, and Devontae Adams is the only one that's motherfucking left on there, which by some miracle, Cause you're playing with fucking fools if motherfucking if he's still available and slipped to you in some kind of crazy way. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Adams is a monster. He's a freak. You know what I'm saying? I understand that maybe Aaron Rodgers won't play, but guess what? When you're a motherfucking uh, a young quarterback, or it's gonna be your first time starting in anything else like that, you go to the guys that motherfucking have shown out and done this. And and I wouldn't say the only person, but. The only person on the fucking Packers is fucking Devontae Adams, bro. Wide receiver-wise, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they got Lazard. I know they got MBS. They picked up Amari Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that, though. Not worried. Not at all. Not worried. You haven't have to be worried at all. And I honestly think that motherfucker Aaron Rodgers is coming back. And I got Devontae Adams in my motherfucking dynasty. So fuck y'all if y'all don't want them. You know what I'm saying? Let me hey, have- hey, and, and and if you guys out there, you guys are in a league, and there's um a manager that has Devontae Adams, and you feel like he's a little shaky about having him, this is the time to strike. This is the time when you send those offers over to him. You know what I'm saying? Because iron's hot. exactly because as of right now, Aaron Rodgers. You know, he hasn't shown any real commitment to the Packers. Not yet. But 
in all likelihood, he's going to come back. And if he doesn't, that means that means the Packers traded him. And then you guys got Jordan Love. And like Brody just said, what's Jordan Love going to do? He's going to look for MVS and Lazard and a rookie before Adams. Never that. <laughs> Not at all. So Adams right now, he's got all the all the upside. As weird as that sounds, he still has it no matter who's throwing him the rock. Yes, with Aaron Rodgers, you got the, the Hall of Fame quarterback and you feel better. But don't feel so bad about him being Jordan Love's number one, number two, number three target on every on any given passing situation. I'm cool with that too. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. This is Devontae Adams, man. Let's 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 go. Let's go to the next one. What, what do we talk about? Come on, man. Get you some Devontae Adams, man. <laughs> hey, he might be, he might be playing with the Raiders next year. Shout out Derek Carr for the yeah. Hey, hey, he's gonna. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said that at the end. One year left. This is his last year on his contract. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I know this much. He's not going to leave the Packers unless he's in a, on, in a great situation. So, again, get you some Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's another one of those guys who's super reliable. I think the most games he's missed uh, is about 13. I mean, the most games he's missed, um, I mean, the least games he's played ever is 13. So, you know, he, he's going to be there for you. He doesn't really miss – big yeah. chunks of seasons, you know, half a season, like other uh, wide receivers that you, that you might see out there. Super reliable, man. Uh, to go to the next guy, man, we got uh, C.D. Lamb at number nine, if I'm not mistaken. Lamb Chops. Nine? Lamb Chops. Yeah, I just picked them up in Dynasty. You know what you I'm saying? You could thank me. You could thank me for that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Fuck I'll you. praise to the hype. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, man, but uh, C.D. Lamb is, is just somebody that we've seen him flash heavy last year. And it sucks that it got stolen by, you know, that freak gruesome injury that happened to Dak. It absolutely sucks. But we saw what he did with, with Dak in, in the short. I know it's a small sample size of five games. But no, five. Okay. I almost thought it was seven. My bad. Five. Uh, five, five it was five. it was five, five okay. games with Dak Prescott. And um, at that point, when Dak went out, uh, CeeDee Lamb was the wide receiver 12 at that point. Um, after that. After being a wide receiver 12, he finishes as a wide receiver number 24. And that's, you know, with a lot of inconsistent quarterback plays, still finishes down there with the RB, I mean, with the wide receiver twos. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, with this guy, it's one of those talents going to take over sooner than later type of deals. I know Amari Cooper's there. Uh, I don't think their talent level is anywhere on the same scale. The Michael Gallup's on the contract there. He might be gone right after this year. So I, I'm pretty sure CeeDee Lamb is going to be that guy. Like I said, we saw him flash. We saw him do good things without Dak there. The fact that uh, Dak is there for a long time now, signing that big contract, makes me super comfortable with CeeDee Lamb and his talent to go along with uh, Dak for years to come here. Yeah, man, CeeDee Lamb, man, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy we're talking about it. Why? Because uh, there's three receivers in Dallas. We talk about Amari Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and a lot of people are worried. Like, oh, which one of these are gonna is gonna be the one? Which one is the one we should be aiming for in drafts or whatever the case? In Dynasty, you were aiming for Ceedee Lamb. Like, you're not even worried about Amari Cooper like at all. Ceedee Lamb is playing out of the slot. Dak is coming back. Ceedee was able to ball out. You know, with the backups over there with Andy Dalton, you know, whatever the fuck and whoever the fuck else was the other guy doing this thing. Got a red it, rifle. 
if if you if you think man shut out yeah shut out red rifle man if you think that this guy is not going to be able to produce with that coming back you're crazy yeah we we might have him a little bit higher than most we have him at number 10 but you know what we see it man this guy could run the routes this guy could make the plays this guy's strong he's fast he's training hard i, I saw a video of him just training and shit like that he looks ready to go man he looks like he's ready to prove some things and man i'm, I'm excited to see him do his thing man cd lamb lamb chops can't wait man yeah one more thing i want to add on is uh dallas had the most pass plays per game in 2020 uh, i don't expect that to change much because their defense is shitty and i i expect it to continue to be horrible so game script uh if it, it, it favors receivers and ppr type running backs the game script with them is easy. Horrible defense leads to uh you know high volume passing games. And that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm that's what I'm drafting for. So you know what I'm saying? That's how we're gonna hit it, man. That's how we're looking at Dallas as a team with uh you know a very middle of the pack, if not back end of the pack defense that's gonna need their offense to produce way more than other offenses that <clears throat> you know have a luxury of having a good defense. So you know, I'm I'm on board with that Dallas offense, not just him. But in Dynasty, for sure, CeeDee Lamb is your boy. And that's, you know, that's why he cracks the top 12 here. He had 111 targets last year. Imagine 111 targets with an actual good quarterback. Yeah. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited to see what this guy does, bro. He's going to ball out. He had 11, 111 targets, right? And, man, just to follow your point, we need to see the quality ones. Imagine that they were That's quality. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like Absolutely, yeah. Look, C.D. Lamb, like I said, but he'll ball out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Dak, as long as he's healthy, as long as he's good, man, he's going to get the targets. He's the next up-and-coming thing. I just did a post on Instagram about C.D. Lamb alone. That lets you know how I feel about him, bro. Uh, Follow Drilly if you're not yet. Definitely in Dynasty, go pick him up. At Fantasy Drill. But one thing I just want to carry out that after this, I think Dallas as a whole, as a whole, is going to be a good team this year. Um. You bring the morale back when you get Dak Prescott back. Not only that, I think they addressed some of the situations that they had on defense, too. Um, we're just going to have to see how that motherfucker plays out. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's a game script. You know what, what I'm saying? Uh, Michael, the, Michael the, Parsons that they Michael grabbed Parsons, over there? Michael Parsons, man. It's, it's here. Uh, Stephon Biggs' brother is slow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we want that defense it's to still suck. That's yeah, what I mean, obviously, and I, obviously, for fantasy purposes, yeah, you, know, you would want them to still suck. But I'm just saying, as as Dallas as a whole, you know what I'm saying. I think that they they're starting to pick up the pieces. You know what I'm saying, and and signing all these people to big money and having a motherfucker wide receiver, CD Lamb like that, and everything. You boys want to chip, you know what I'm saying. So I think it's it's definitely gonna be a motherfucker ball all year for motherfucker CD Lamb Lamb Chop. Shout out to motherfucking the Dallas Cowboys, bro. But uh, moving on to the next one, bro. We got scary Terry McLaurin coming in at number motherfucking ten. Now, I'll just go ahead and read it. Got four touchdowns, one thousand one hundred eighteen yards, one hundred thirty-four targets, eighty-seven receptions. I feel sorry for scary Terry. I feel sorry for him. He's had to deal since his NFL career. He's had to deal with six di- six different quarterbacks, six of them, six of them. I think he's yet to unlock the true potential, but everybody sees it. When you have to deal with inconsistent quarterback play, it doesn't give the wide receiver, and just on that alone, 134 targets and 87 receptions. That means probably most of those balls are fucking garbage. 
You know what I'm saying? But he was still able to gather up 1,118 yards last year. You can't miss out on that factor. Now you're like, oh, man, they put in Diami Brown. Oh, man, we got Curtis Samuel. Nah, you added Ryan Fitzpatrick there now. And not saying that he's the stuff, but this is the reason why people like Devontae Parker over there in motherfucking Miami. You know what I'm saying? They like uh, the Fitz magic is going to be real over there for the fucking Washington. Watch yourself. You know what I'm saying? They, it's it's going to be real. And motherfucking, I think that this year will be the year that motherfucking Scary Terry motherfucking is able to come out, get those wide receiver motherfucking one numbers, and motherfucking finally, finally get over that threshold where people are like, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I like Taylor Heineke too, you know what I'm saying? But having Ryan Fitzmagic there, who's not afraid to motherfucker be that gunslinger type, I'm sure he's going to be reined in a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And I know you got a little bit more mouths to feed, but Scary Terry has been there on countless occasions without motherfucking having a motherfucking quarterback who's able to get him the ball where it needs to be every single time. I think Scary Terry could beat his motherfucking whoever's guarding him. I think that he's his football IQ is a lot of uh, a lot greater than the people who are guarding him. And it just shows right there that you're able to have these kind of targets, these kind of receptions, that less of touchdowns or four touchdowns, and still able to break over a thousand yards. He can get it done on the ground. You just need to feed him and feed him in the right way. So you know what I'm saying? I'm not, uh what, what are we talking about, motherfucker? Air Coryell offense? What is this, motherfucker? Joe Gibbs days, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Well, I mean, you finally got a gunslinger, motherfucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm waiting to see how that shows out. And I, I'm putting my money on that motherfucker. Scary Terry has the best season he's had in his career. Yeah, man. I mean, I agree with that. Four touchdowns last year. Uh, definitely could see him scoring more than that. Let him score more than that, and he's easily going to be inside the top 10. Simple and in plain, you get a more efficient quarterback, somebody that loves to throw the ball, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, somebody that's very smart. You got uh, Ron Rivera and Scott Turner over there that uh, are, they're bringing an offense that they used to use in Carolina that is very high-functioning, high-potent. You know how to use your guys. Then you bring another one of your your old buddies and Curtis Samuel. Um, this offense is going to be very fun to watch, man. And they got the defense to be able to compete too. So in this day in the NFL, you got to be able to put up points. Ryan Fitzpatrick is that quarterback that's going to lead you down the field to put up those points. So scary Terry, four touchdowns. I'm looking at him to at least double that this year. Look at him for around eight to 10. That happens. He's a lock at number at a top 10 wide receiver for sure because this guy could do it all any type of route this guy could run create separation all that now guess what you got a quarterback that could give you that rock so uh, I'm, I'm excited for him too all these receivers we're talking about man there, there's a lot of situations that I keep looking at and I'm like man a lot of these there's a world where I could see these guys popping off and just killing their ceiling bro killing it and all these guys have that potential, man. And this guy's just another one. Scary Terry, man, my dude. Yeah, Scary Terry. Best situation he's ever had in his career uh, to finish a wide receiver two last year. I think 18 or 19 overall with that circus of quarterbacks. I mean, the sky's the limit. Like you guys said, he can run every, any any route on that tree. He can run it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super with it. You get Curtis Samuel to open up the field a little bit more a more established Antonio Gibson to make the defense worry about who's in that backfield. And, uh, you know, what, a, what better to add than a gunslinger like, like Ryan Fitzpatrick, 
So all the chips are in place now for Scary Terry to have a career year to actually be able to showcase uh, the wide receiver one talent that he really is. So, uh, you know, we're all about it. And um, yeah, if you guys aren't on a Scary Terry, uh, you know, hype train, then you know, you'll get on it, man, because it's real. So being being uh, being that guy as Ryan Fitzpatrick is, like I said, a career year for, for Scary Terry is in the works right now. And um, anything else to say about our guy, Scary Terry? And the Washington, watch yourselves. Y'all good, brother. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's push it on to the number 11. We're talking about my man, Alan, Alan Robinson, motherfucker, bear the fuck down. Last year, six touchdowns, 1,250 yards, 151 targets, 102 receptions. Another wide receiver who's had to deal with the shit bag fucking quarterback fucking thing. <laughs> and, and, and you know fucking shit bag. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do it because you're looking at a guy in Allen Robinson. We're fucking the Bears are kind of playing fucking games with him when it came to the contract that the motherfucker. They still are. Tagged them. It still are. They're up to it. You know what I'm saying? It it is it is what it is. But when we're talking about Allen Robinson, we're talking about a guy who's able to been sturdy fantasy wise throughout all the bullshit. Okay. And I'm going to stick up for this guy, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's 27. He's not over the hill, and he's not the youngest motherfucker. So he's right in the middle, and I think he's still got years to motherfucking to, to do his thing. So now we're talking about motherfucking one of the motherfucking wide receivers, like I said, who had to deal with the most inconsistent quarterback bullshit going on. Still able to put over 1,000 yards. Now we get an upgraded motherfucking in a red rifle. But I... <laughs> We got Justin Fields, you know what I'm saying? I I think that his numbers stay somewhat the same. They are right now with Andy Dalton in, but when you put Justin Fields in, it's going to be that much better. I think that Justin Fields is probably, if, if not, you know what I'm saying, probably the best quarterback, you know what I'm saying, uh, to throw to, in order to throw that ball to Allen Robinson and get us where he's going. Like, man, as soon as he gets in the game, I'm expecting an explosive motherfucker, you know, big things, you know what I'm saying? Out of Allen Robinson, out of Darnell Mooney, you know what I'm saying? Out of everybody, man, you know what I'm saying? In our shit. But I feel like Allen Robinson is just, he's, he showed you time and time and time again that no matter who is throwing him the ball, he is willing to go up there and get it 50-50 if he's wide open. He is a warrior. He is a dog. Um, I didn't have him exactly in my top 12, but he makes our consensus and you see it, but he didn't fall too far right out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like the only reason why I had it is because the age at 27 and, and that's it. And I feel like some other people might finish before him just based on Matt Nagy with the bullshit motherfucker saying that, you know what I'm saying? With that whole Andy Dalton thing coming first. I mean, I get it. We're but, scarred. <laughs> We're, we're, we're scarred the, as Bears fans. I'm just hearing you talk and say all this shit. Yeah. Scarred. It's, 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 it's the hard. fact that you got to stand up for the man. It's like, bro, I mean, he's put in so much work. When we look at last year, bro, he still finished number four in receptions. Um, Yeah, he finished number eight in receiving yards and number 31 in yards after the catch. But there's a large part to do with the fact that all those targets were probably not that catchable. They were probably not. There was probably not much to do with those balls after he caught them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, step in Andy Dalton for a little bit, then Justin Fields eventually. I mean, I'll, we're going to see his numbers boom when it comes to receiving yards, yards after the catch, and touchdowns. He didn't score many touchdowns last year. So, I mean, I, I could see him. Yeah, that's for a guy like of his caliber and talent, 
I'm expecting him to score anywhere from eight to 10 touchdowns. Um, you know, and that's, that's not low balling, but that's realistic. So yeah, like I'm looking at all these stats and it's just, he's been capped by, you know, um, non-reliable quarterback play that hopefully I know he's going to get from Justin Fields eventually. I don't know what Andy Dalton is going to do for him, but like I said, he's been capped and hopefully that cap comes off this year, bro. Cause I mean, it's time, it's time that he gets to showcase, uh, that, that talent that he is too. That's all it's been. I mean, that's all it's been. It's always like the quarterback's always limiting this guy, but somehow, some way, he's always been able to ball the fuck out. Um, there's so many plays last year. One catch, especially that I remember, Mitch threw the ball, and it looked like he overthrew Allen Robinson, and Allen Robinson just makes this fingertip, like he just lunges out towards it, and like he made this fingertip catch and just slid and held onto it the whole way got tacked you know they, they they tackled him he was down or whatever the case but it was down before he caught the ball because of mitch he he was he all those spectacular plays and we've seen a bunch of him a bunch of those happen here in chicago by him he's not gonna have to do that as much the ball's gonna be where it's supposed to be why because if andy dalton isn't getting a job done his ass is gonna go sit on the bench and justin Fields is gonna be in there and he's going to do what is what he's supposed to do to give A-Rob that rock. So, Allen Robinson, they're still playing games with his contract, rene- renegotiating. They're nowhere close. That was the reports that came out today. I don't know. Um, last thing I heard is that he's trying to get paid about $20 million a year. I mean, Ryan Pace, just pay the dude, man. We, we need him. We need him. Justin Fields need, needs him. This offense needs him. Nagy needs him. You know, this is big for us, so. Hopefully they could get it done. All right, man. Number 12, number 12 wide receiver consensus list. Frankenstein, Michael Thomas making the list, man. Coming in at number 12. Frankenstein himself, bro. ADP is at 31. So he's he's coming in at a at a discount, man. You know, a mid-third type shit. So a little bit older, but he's still a beast when he's in there and he's healthy. He had some issues last year. Um, you know, I, I think he got suspended by the team for like a game or two was, uh, was one of the problems, but um, he was also injured and stuff like that. All right. Drew Brees is gone. Um, people might want to say right off top, oh, you know, that's going to hurt him. You know, um, you know, the, Michael Thomas in this offense without him, you know, is that the same thing? But Drew Brees doesn't have the same arm that he used to have, bro. Like, we already knew this. Like, so I don't – I think that's – you could just throw that out. That's just garbage to me. You don't even say that to me because I'm not going with that. Now, who's going to be the quarterback? That's the question mark, and that's legit. Is it going to be Jameis Winston? Is it going to be Taysom Hill? Are they going to do this one-two combo on a game-to-game basis? I have no idea. But if Winston is in and he's a starter – Michael Thomas, I don't think we have no worries, like no concerns whatsoever. If Taysom Hill is in, that's where the questions start coming in. And last year, Taysom Hill played and started in four games. Let's break down these four games. Nine catches, 104 yards. Four catches, 50 yards. Nine catches, 105. Eight catches, 84. For the most part, steady. You break that down fantasy points wise, you're looking at about 18 to 19 fantasy points in three of those four games. 
The other one, he had nine. No touchdowns, though. That's the one concern. No touchdowns. So, you know, that's something that's got to, you know, if the, the Saints want to do anything good, they're going to have to put up points because that defense is not the same. They lost, you know, Marshawn Lattimore, just one of the pieces that he, they're missing now. So this defense is not going to be on the same shit. So the offense is going to have to put up points. So I like Michael Thomas coming into this year. There's a small, I, I don't see him, you know, being able to sustain massive production for too long because there's a lot of question marks, a little bit of issues with him. Like we said earlier, him getting suspended by the team. That's another thing to think about. It's like, what's wrong with this guy? And we saw last year he had a little Twitter beef with Devontae Parker. It's like, why are you even arguing with Devontae Parker? Like, he's not even in your class, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't get it. So he, there's some things going on with him, some concerns, but when it comes to the football field, he's a man. I'm willing to give him a chance this year, see what he's about. But um, if you're shaky on him, wait for that first game where he pops off and pop him off, trade him off. That, that's what I got to say about that. Where y'all at with him? Yeah, I, I got, you know, I got my questions about him. And there's questions that are there mm-hmm. without me even having to ask them. So uh, there's a reason why he didn't crack my top 12. And, uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with, you know, his own issues on and off the field in the locker room, uh, the quarterback situation. It's just a lot of stuff going on, man, with that. Uh, you, you know, guys like Alvin Kamara taking touchdowns from him, Taysom Hill coming in there taking touchdowns from him. Uh, it's just, for me, not not the best situation. I think we've seen his ceiling. No, I, I'm definite that we've seen his ceiling I can get him at a discount this year. I'd probably snatch him at a very good discount. Other than that, I'm one of those guys that's super shaky about him, Brody. And I'm, I'm willing to kind of, kind of fade Michael Thomas. Mid, I, middle of the third. That's a pretty big discount. He was going in the f- end of the first last year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, if we're let's, let's see. I mean, that's, who, that's big. Who else is going around that area? Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, guys like that. Probably yeah. I would I would rather take either one of those guys. I would nah, rather take. I don't know. You know what? My, this is my thing. Michael Thomas. Who's the number two receiver there? No, you're right about that. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Wide receiver two. Yeah. But what's the question marks behind a, a Godwin or, or Evans? That the, one they, guy. One guy might eat more than the other on a game to game basis. We've seen it, and uh, that's why I would I but would there, definitely you go know, with. Uh, I like the fact that Michael Thomas is the clear cut receiving option there like there's nobody else we just said who were we just talking about right now we were just talking about somebody a little Devontae Adams there's no way you can tell me that okay Aaron Rodgers we're talking about Devontae Adams is still gonna be a baller all this because even if Rodgers goes Jordan Love is gonna have to focus on Adams and key in on him bro this is the same thing this is the same situation in New Orleans they just lost their Hall of Fame quarterback in yeah. Drew Brees. Yeah. And then I mean, the, the, the age thing, too. I guess the, the question marks uh, with, the, with the whole attitude shit. I mean, yeah. I know it doesn't play into it, but if you're missing games and only playing seven games last year because of it, it does play in a factor as to why I do hold them at different calibers in their careers. Even though they're around the same age, I do think that Devontae Adams holds substantial amount. Yeah, of course. Of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Over him in, in that way. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying. He is a beast. And I, you know, he can live up to those things. I just feel like the question marks are too big for me. 
And um, yeah, you know, the age too, not to mention the age because these are dynasty rankings. He's one of the older wide receivers mm-hmm. in the league that we, you know, we don't know what, what he's going to produce with a quarterback that we don't even know who it's going to be. So, you know, a lot, a lot of question marks there, not saying he's a bust or that you should completely fade him. There's a just risk know, factor. There's, just know there's a risk, risk factor for sure. Yep. And I threw that in there. I threw it in there that there is. Go ahead, buddy. My bad. We got this shit going, though, bro. Uh, one thing that a motherfucker don't like when they, a professional motherfucker athlete is losing out on any type of motherfucking bread. I guarantee you, after all the fines and after all the bullshit that he probably had to go through last year, we don't know what's going on in these motherfuckers' lives, neither. We're just on the outside reading whatever the fuck reporters fucking put to us. Because whoever he fought punched in the face, it was the same guy that motherfucking the Bears slapped the fuck up for talking shit too. So you know what I'm saying? I mean, some 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 motherfuckers just need God, to be I shut, hate that shut guy. The, some guys just need to be shut the fuck up. I Plain hate that simple. guy so much. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, you had a little bit of injury concern and everything else like that. And I see the whole QB situation. I don't like it if, if Taysom Hill is in there because I feel like he's going to hut, hut, boom, and throw the ball to himself and take off for him. <laughs> for real. It's, uh, that, 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 I mean, he's an all-around guy. Taysom Hill's a fucking dog. But at the same time, I don't, I don't see pure QB type shit. You know what I'm saying? I see him as a hybrid type of guy. Yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let Jameis Winston motherfucking start and let Taysom Hill. Don't change the motherfucking script. And, and, and shout out to fucking Drew Brees who went through a hell of a lot. Hall of a famer for real. All day, every motherfucking day. Drew Brees fucking collapsed lung, broken fucking rib, all sorts of shit and still able to come in there and get down. Do I think Michael Thomas would be great? Absolutely. I think that he'll be just fine. Do I think that there's question marks there though too and there's a little bit of concern? Yeah. So just weigh your options. Just be smart. Just be smart about it. If you feel a little, little bit comfortable about another wide receiver situation and it's coming down to that, like, oh, my God, do I get Michael Thomas or not? Like, man, bro, if you're more comfortable and he snaps off and you're okay with that and because you got a, another player that could do just as well or even better, then don't worry about it. He cracks our top 12 because of his history. Yeah, everybody has somewhat of a, of a down year or some shit like that. And I know the situations that are going on. But like I said, though, too, we lose him. You lose Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, Saints defense has always been solid year in and year out. They lost some more pieces. Right. You lose some more pieces like that. So now when we go back in the show and we start talking about how games get favored for the Cowboys and how they're able to throw that ball out. And point. we added. We added. Point. We added that motherfucking that he is the only the best receiver that they got by far so by, you know by landslide so, so you yeah. know what i mean that's who's their wide receiver too to look at i can't even name you well, exactly. I mean, I mean, if we're gonna if we're just gonna read off the depth chart i think i would say traquan smith oh my god i know i know i know it's bad it's that, bad. that that's where i'm at with it that's why i snuck him in at my number 12 spot and brody uh uh drill did too he put it him was, in at 12. It, That's was, a- it was very close. I'm not saying that I said, man, he's not, there's no chance he's making my top 12. But then I saw Jamar Chase there and I said, Joe Burrow. And, you know, you know, we'll get into I'm that. Not I'm, mad at it. I'm yeah, not we'll mad at it. I'm not mad at it. But, but we'll there's, there's an argument to be made for Michael Thomas. Yes, and, and that was what we just had, you know. That's, that's what you guys just heard right now. So you guys out there take that information. Do what you guys want with it. But there's reasons why to be okay with Michael Thomas for at least another year. Let him show and prove because I think that's what he's going to do. He's, you think he's happy with his performance last year? 
all the drama and all that stuff in 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 the locker room and then losing money. Hell no. Hey, black people yeah. hate to lose money. We hate to lose money. <laughs> Absolutely. Take it, take, take it from drill. If you're all in and you're in win now mode in dynasty, I got no problem. I with was it. just about Especially, to say that, bro. If, if, even if you want another two years, but if you're in win now and you know it. You want you need this money by the end of the year, <laughs> or whatever the case, right. or especially in redraft. That's you know without without having to even say it. But um, that that's a way I'm like yeah for sure. The fact that it is the dynasty rankings and sometimes I I lean towards building for the future a little bit more than other people maybe swayed me to keep them off of there just just by yes. you know just by a hair. But you guys forget about it. Sometimes I just want to bring on one last motherfucker point. You got these motherfucking twenty nine year olds. You know, say twenty eight that are tweaking, but that are superior at their motherfucking skill set. Look, if you're in a dynasty league and you got them in there and they're popping off for those first two or three games, that is the hottest time to sell them at that point. They're going to be like, oh, you could put some people on your squad that are just as good and younger and keep them for longer. You know what I'm saying? This is where you take you take that little gamble that you got. This is where you take like a Michael Thomas in those first three games, he comes out hot as fuck and you trade him to that guy that's, oh, I'm in win now mode. And you fucking do that shit. And then you fucking get you some longevity in return. How's it go? How's it go, bro? I'm in win now mode, bro. You got to put your fist up with it, bro. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like It's just smart. Start thinking like that in these dynasty situations. There's a reason why you got to be fucking NFL type managers anyway. This is why dynasty's fucking fun. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to the dynasty. <laughs> Shout out to the dynasty. Everybody up in there, man. Can't wait I... to be your first annual champ. Oh, <laughs> Cut it, bro. Cut it. Shout out, Sean. All right, y'all. We're going to go oh, ahead. Man. We're going to head up out of here on that note. Sonny. Uh, we, we are going to have the part two coming through for y'all. 13 through 24. That's just going to be lit, man. This is going to be lit. We're going to make a case for a lot of these receivers and um, yeah, man, it's gonna be on. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be dope. So, is that listener league yet, uh, done yet? We still need some people up in there, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, no, we we um, yeah. So we're, the listeners league still going on. You know, um, make sure you guys, if you guys um haven't yet, man, check out our posts on IG. The three of us, we've been circulating the posts on our pages too. There's some people that are already in the league, and it's you get in. It's a free league. You get a hundred bucks and an official autographed Colcomet jersey if you come out on top and win the league. So it's gonna look nice in somebody's sports fucking collection. Hell if you yeah! Wanna, if you want to wear it, by all means, go throw the shit. That's yours. Do what you want. <laughs> Do what you want with it, man. And 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 you know, hey man, it's 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 again, it's like an appreciation type thing from us too. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate the shit out of you guys rocking with us. And, um, you know, I mean, we're not going to need you guys to do anything crazy like, um, you know, post stuff up for us or nothing like that. That's not what we're asking for, man. Just, you know, it's really simple. Tag a few of your friends on a post or share the post on your story and just make sure you guys are subscribed to us on YouTube and on the, and fucking it, bros. On the streaming <laughs> platforms. Yeah, man. Follow us, man. You guys are already listening to us. So why not? So let's go, man. So appreciate yeah, you guys. It's a little something we're trying to give back. Make sure you guys take advantage. For drill, sweetness, 
For Doc out there and Renegade and a step bro, Bo Jeezy, this is your boy Smoking Jay. We will catch you guys on the next one. Part two, Dynasty wide receiver rankings 13 through 24. Let's get it, baby. Bear the fuck down. Gang, gang.